Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Hey, 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 this is Rolling with Ungayo, coming to you more or less every week right here on CannabisRadio.com. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, maybe Spotify, I don't know, everybody. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. I'd also like to thank uh, Saturn Ranch for being a former sponsor. We'll give them one last shout out on the way. They're good people. I'm going to thank Chameleon Glass for being uh, good people as well. Let's just thank all the good people. Let's hear it for all the good people of the world. How about that? <laughs> Today is July 31st. I'm in the middle of packing because I'm supposed to be out of here. Don't tell my landlord. Uh, it, it's a long story. But anyway, I'm moving out. But uh, between times, I've been doing a bunch of stuff. So let's get it going. We're going to start with dessert first. I was originally hadn't had a lot of desserts this week. Um, so I was going to talk pancakes, um, specifically commercially grown pancakes because commercially grown right <laughs> indoor pancakes as opposed to sun-grown <laughs> pancakes large-scale pancakes giant pancakes uh huge scale of production pancakes but the, the thing is i drive driven down to la and so i stopped at a denny's in the middle of the night after the show because i was hella hungry and they had pancakes and they actually had strawberry banana berry uh and blueberry pancakes and and you know back in the day when you order strawberry pancakes at one of these commercial chains it's terrible, right? Because it's it's not really strawberry. It's like strawberry gloop, red flavored gloop with some token small gross, not fresh strawberries in it. But I gotta say these Denny's pancakes, even though the new Denny's pancake recipe is too sweet for me, right? Americans love sweet, sweet breads. A, a pancake shouldn't be actual cake. Um, but it was still, it was very good because of the bananas and the blueberries and the and the and the the fresh rubbers, actual fresh rubbers. And then uh, the next day, I went to IHOP as a compare and contrast, and I had their strawberry pancakes. And the IHOP has the good syrups, of course, and they had the good pancakes. But it wasn't. I would I would give Denny's the slight edge. But anyway, but those that was the desserts I was going to talk about, even though those were breakfast. But Americans love dessert for breakfast. Think about how many sweet rolls and chocolate chip banana Nutella pancakes that you have in the morning, which is just crazy talk. If you ask me, sometimes it's out of control. Um, so, but for dessert, so today is Monday. So it was Saturday night. I was out, uh, in Northern California at an undisclosed winery, maybe near Petaluma, maybe near Ukiah. You don't know, you don't know where it is somewhere up in the wine country, perhaps most likely. They're trying to remain anonymous. We'll talk about more of that in a minute. But they had uh, this company called Canasur Series, right? C-A-N-N-A-S-E-U-R. I think they're on the Instagram or the Twitter or whatever. And so they were doing foods. You know, you get the foods, you can get the foods with the wine and the weed and everything. And the desserts they had made, they had made um, like a crumble. It was fresh peaches. Remember, remember I talk about how I like to take the fresh summer fruits and then throw in some bread and some whipped cream. So they had done a variation on that. So it was fresh peaches with like a streusel crumble top 
and a little bit of CBD infused cream. And it was delicious, but really their standout dessert. And they had these little raspberry walnut crepes roll up things that were pretty good. But really the standout dessert was they took a small pavlova, right? Like a bite-sized pavlova, which is pretty much just egg whites and sugar. And then you whip it up, you pipe them onto the sheet and then you bake them, right? So they're crispy, chewy, sweet. And then they had this really thick blackberry syrup that was infused with black pepper and they served it with a candied marijuana leaf, which I thought was pretty smart and pretty ingenious. Man, my goodness, was that good. The black pepper and the pavlova just had a nice, crunchy, sweet, almost like breakfast. It reminded me of almost like a sweet pancake in a way. But plus the the black pepper at the end of it was was phenomenal. It was just really, really, really good. So that was my favorite, my favorite dessert of the week. Okay, moving on. That was dessert first. Don't forget, eat dessert first because you never know what ha- might happen. You might get hit by a truck. Uh, but I'm gonna try to steal that blackberry, black pepper recipe from them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reverse engineer it on sense memory alone. Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? Okay. So last week. I drove down to L.A. for a hot minute because my boy Brian Pesain, you may have heard of him, P-O-S-E-H-N, relatively famous. He was celebrating his 30th year in comedy, right? He started in July of 1987, I guess. Jesus Christ. I started October 88, right? So we are all OGs. So he invited a bunch of his old homies to do a celebratory show with him at the Largo, which is a great place. Big up to Flanny for running the joint in Hollywood, or I guess it's, is it Hollywood? Beverly Hills? It's adjacent. It's on La Cienica. The point is this, it was a great show. It was me, Brian Pesain, Greg Proops, uh, Blaine Kapach, uh, Karen Kilgariff, Derek Sheen. And was there one more? There were seven of us. Hold on. Give me a me, Brian, Blaine, Derek, Greg, Dana, Karen. So that's seven. And my God, it was one, everybody's so funny, right? So if you figure we've all been in comedy at least 25 years, that's a combined 150, 160 years of world-class all over the world, all over the road comedy experience. And everybody's got their own voice. And it was just such a great, distinct and fantastic show. The show was really supposed to go only go an hour and a half. But the crowd was so good. The crowd was so exciting. And it was hard for people to stay to their little 10-minute set. So the show actually went from 8.30 to like 11, which is – that's a long time for people to sit still and listen to humor. And yet they did a great job with it. So, I mean, the crowd did not flag. And then we all smoked all kind of weed after, of course, and got super faded on a bunch of shit. But uh, And then, you know, everybody goes to bed and you get up and you have pancakes and you drive home. But some of the most interesting thing from the show was uh, not even from the show. It was just after the show. Like this is a couple of things that happened to me. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned when I was in Oregon a couple of weeks ago, how I was sitting in the seven 11 parking lot playing a scratcher. Cause I got weird addictions and you know, you're not really buying, you're buying hope. But the point is <laughs> a guy came up to me. I don't know if I told you the story. He came up to me and he's like, Hey man, I see you playing the scratcher. Somebody told me something told me a feeling came over, told me to tell you 17. And that's it, man. Just 17. So I went back into the 7-Eleven and bought scratcher ticket 17, which was $20, which I don't spend $20 on scratchers because that's out of control. But you know, uh, 
when angels are talking, you listen. So I bought the twenty dollar seventeen scratcher, and I won a hundred bucks, which I promptly proceeded to blow on a bunch of other scratchers that didn't win. But the point is, he was right. So okay, so that's the one thing. So then uh, down in L.A., faded right, walking back to the car, and this guy, uh, maybe about five eight, five nine, maybe white guy, kind of chubby, beard, shorts. Hawaiian shirt, uh, flip-flops, a briefcase, because it's Hollywood, right? So he's got a briefcase. And I think he bummed a smoke from me first, and then we started talking, and he had kind of, um, you, you could tell he may have had some some mental health issues. He introduced himself as Zeus, uh, but then later on, he had some other super powerful godlike names, um, which was, who knows, maybe we were talking to a god or a gods. I told him my name was Ungayo. We hung out. We chopped it up. Uh, we talked about a lot of different philosophical things, uh, in addition to asking me for funding for his movie, which I did not have. He's doing a movie about the Beatles or something like some shit like that. Um, he, he asked one question, which has stuck with me for a while, though. He said, how do you how do you maintain? How do you be more like Charlie Chaplin and less like Charlie Manson? And wow, I had to sit there and think about it for a minute. <laughs> because balance is everything, right? And so I tried to tell him the story of the two wolves and, and the, or the grandpa and the kid talking about the two wolves, right? One wolf, each man has two wolves inside him. One wolf is full of anger and hate. One is full of love and joy, which, which and they fight all the time for dominance. And we'll, we'll, which, one's, which wolf is going to win? The one that you feed, says grandma. These are classic. These are our grandpa. It doesn't matter who's telling the story. The point is you have to listen. Don't feed the evil wolf. But it's tough because wolves got to eat and wolves are predatory and they go hard. So I just thought that was a, a, an interesting way to put it. I didn't feel like he was going to immediately snap or start pulling crazy shit out of his briefcase and killing everybody. But I just thought it was a good question for us to have with each other. All right. Anyway, so I think I had another conversation that I'm going to try to remember. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I should really start writing shit down. But really, who's, who's, who's doing that? But I'm going to try. Uh, we'll be right back in a couple minutes right here. On Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. 
The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. And we're back. Music provided by Harley White Junior Orchestra. The name of the song is Cupcake, which is always fun to do and to eat. Right? Eat your cupcake while you're cupcaking. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know. You know what I mean. Um, so that was L.A. Then I drove back from L.A. <sighs> Thinking about how to balance your spirit between Charles Chaplin and Charles Manson, which is that's a that's a metaphor, brother. That's an interesting way to look at it. So then uh, I drove up to Santa Rosa to see my kids at summer camp. They're awesome, by the way, doing great. And then I drove home and then my friend Ed Murrieta, who is a great cannabis writer, he used to do a lot of restaurant reviews back in the day. And now he does marijuana reviews with an eye toward food. He loves food and weed and weed and food. So he had scored the tickets to the place where we went and had the Pavlova, which is at this winery not to be named later out near, it rhymes with Northern California. How about that? They were very adamant in the emails, like, don't tell anyone where it is. Don't take any pictures that may give away the geographical location. Be careful when you talk to people, uh, when you take their picture, ask them if you can take the picture, yada, 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 yada. And, and, and I'm, with, I'm with all of that. I'm the same way. Like, even though marijuana is legal in California, it's not regulated. And there's still a gray area when it comes to these things that people want to do, right? So if you want to throw a cannabis and food party if you want to throw some sort of cannabis and wine tasting there aren't any rules for it and you never know which authority figure is going to get a bug up their ass and try to steal your winery from you right jeff sessions is still the 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 uh attorney general for the department of justice of the united states of america and he hates weed and while it's very it is rare that they may try to come get your farm over you having a weed and wine party. After all, weed is legal in California and people smoking weed and drinking wine. The crossfade has been uh, part of anyone's culture for as long as we can remember. You never know, right? And you don't want it to get out and you don't want somebody to, to get a bug up their ass one time. So, uh, but it was nice. It was cool. It was very interesting. So it was kind of a high end deal, right? Um, and it, it was really more for not so much for hardcore chronosseurs or big aficionados, but really more for people who maybe own a winery and are trying to figure out how to get into the weed game. So there wasn't actually a lot of weed smoking, right? There was a lot. I mean, the wine was cool. And, you know, I smoked a bowl or two because that's what I do. But a lot of other people weren't really smoking the weed as you think they would at some sort of fancy pants, $80 a ticket, weed and uh, weed and wine and good food in the wine country celebration. But uh, it was still very fun. I smoked a delicious, a delicious Gorilla Glue from uh, So Sonoma Farms, T-S-O. I think you can find them on Instagram, T-S-O Sonoma. 
and it was excellent sun-grown outdoor that that nice gorilla glue spice with a hint of green crack on it mm. really good i actually smoked a green crack joint from aya out of sonoma and that was all right but i think their vaporizer things are better than their pre-rolls that's the thing about the pre-roll game man People want to get into the pre-roll game because they see it as a way to make easy money and pre-rolls are convenient and they're definitely a way to appeal to the casual pot smoker, right? Somebody who just wants to buy a joint or two for a party in the same way you drop in and pick up a six-pack uh, of Budweiser or, or Pauly Girl or whatever when you're going off to do a thing. But uh, but, <sighs> but it's, just, it's just interesting to me how uh, – a lot of these wine guys are looking to get into the weed game, which makes sense to me. They got the good dirt. But I was talking to a guy out there who was a sommelier, right? Uh, which is, you know, the fancy pants. He can, oh, this this is a delectable Merlot. It tastes like it has French origins. Perhaps the dirt is a little tannin. I don't know. This is hints of cherries and feces, as I like to say. But we were talking because there's been discussion, right, as the fancy pants weed people get involved. There's been discussions on like, what do you call the the equivalent of a sommelier for weed? A person with an excellent tongue and an excellent <laughs> sorry, an excellent tongue and an excellent nose. You can't call them a weed melier because that's stupid. You can't call them a fire melier or smelly melier. That's also dumb. So we were discussing, it and he was telling me that the origin of the word sommelier is just really literally like weed uh, uh wine sherpa right just like the guy who takes you to the wine or the guy who brings you the wine apparently technically it was the guy who would bring the grape juice to the king before it became wine that was the sommelier this is according to him i did not i took him at his word i did not look it up on my google like an ass be like are you wrong blah 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 that's what he said so i'm gonna go with what he said uh, because he told me he was a sommelier and I was in the mood to trust everybody because why be paranoid all the time? So I'm trying to figure out like what would be the, who would be the weed? You can't say weed Sherpa because that's low key racist, <laughs> right? And it sounds kind of weird. Uh, but who would be the person who would bring you to the weed or the person who would bring the weed to you? So weed hippie was the best thing I came up with, right? This is my friend, Erica. She's a master weed hippie. She's been studying marijuana since 1989 or 1997 or whatever. Um, that, that's the best I could do. I, I got weed hippie or weed bringer, but that sounds like some sort of weird D&D &D fantasy land, Dungeons and Dragons, Game of Thrones uh, fighter, right? I am Ulfric. Von Sinsamia, the weed bringer, first of my name. Founded in chaos and sativa. I don't know. I don't know how they talk. But it was just an interesting thing to me. And that's one of those things as we as we as as cannabis becomes more mainstream and becomes less underground. And you know, here's another thing, and, and I know it's kind of a ramble to backtrack, but here's the thing. So we get to this this fancy weed weed party thing, and this woman. Uh, whose name escapes me, but she was one of the producers of the of the event. Was talking about how uh, you know nomenclature is important. It's it's great. Uh, you know it's no longer weed or pot. It's cannabis. It's sativa. It's indica. And okay, cool, fucking whatever. I get it. Right, language is power. When we were first uh, working on legalizing things or even creating medical laws, right? So it wasn't. 
it wasn't a pot legalization, legalization. It was medical marijuana, right? It's not a pot shop. It's a cannabis dispensary. It's not recreational use. It's adult use of marijuana. So I totally understand these sort of things, right? We used to all giggle, right? You come in to visit your homies, like, have you medicated yet? Medicated? What do you, oh, you mean smoke some weed? Oh, no, I'm, I'm done with smoke some weed. It was the same kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, I go. I understand where people are on that, but I also feel like some of these new jacks coming out here are a little, it's a little, it's as much as I like to be foofy, there's a balance, right? Just because you like to drink wine, you can still enjoy booze or vino or grape or pluck or whatever it is, right? Beer, cerveza, natty, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you don't have to be so ridiculous. No one hears the weed word police. Right. Weed is weed. Weed is weed. Pot is pot. Grass is grass. Cannabis is cannabis. You know, if as a writer, if I had to say cannabis every time, shit would get boring. Right. Cannabis, grass, pot, dope, fire, trees, grapes, loud. Loud is still my favorite of the newer words for weed. Loud is still one of my favorite ones because it makes me think of synesthesia. I think that's the word synesthesia. Right. You can you smell colors. You feel sounds which is great. I've never achieved that state. And I don't know if I'd want it as a permanent thing, but I'd be down to try it for an hour or two. Right? I believe that's a Grateful Dead song. Don't want to buy it. Just want to rent it for an hour or two. West LA fade away. Get your hippie on everybody. Uh, so those are the things, man. So this is, this is what we're discussing. And, and, and weed is, uh, I think it's great. I think it's great that marijuana is going mainstream and that more people are going to get into it. We're going to need a lot of weed. But I really think we need to look at ways to to make uh, some of our outlaws and some of our less moneyed pot growers, guys who grow great weed, but maybe they didn't get into it to make $8 million a year or to have the largest farm in the world, right? There's nothing, to, there's nothing wrong with craft booze or craft weed but they're people are making the the barrier to entry so high it's a little bit out of control and there's got to be some things we can do because i was just reading a thing where it says california grows eight times more weed than it actually uses which makes sense because dude we're we're, we're king of the outlaws out here right all our weed goes to georgia and nebraska and idaho and utah and florida and you can still find california weed in colorado not at the shops but there's people who still smoke that shit out there or oregon or washington so it's just it's just one of those things it's going to be very interesting i've actually brought a few outlaws into the legit fold but not every outlaw wants to be legit like if people wanted to be legit they wouldn't have become outlaws you know what i'm saying okay does that make sense to you that makes sense to me i'm glad we had this discussion let's continue to smoke our weed or enjoy our cannabis as responsible adults and we'll be right back right here with you and me on cannabis radio on rolling with ungayo on cannabisradio.com rolling with ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors so stay right here 
Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, you call me Mitchu because I had a hot link on the stove. <clears throat> Woo, spicy. This segment of Rolling with Ungayo brought to you by Evergood Hot Links. Evergood Hot Links, find them at Costco. They're fucking delicious. They're full of salt and fat and pepper. I like them with eggs or sometimes just on a bun with a onion, onions. Onions and mustard. Onions and mustard. We are gearing up, right? This is the time of the show where I talk to you about what's about to happen. So I'm moving. Come see me. I got a new place, South Natomas. Oh, excuse me. River Garden area of Sacramento. Um, and then I'm heading out two weeks to the Seattle Hemp Fest. I'm also going to see the total eclipse of the sun in Salem, Oregon. That'll be August 21st. The Seattle Hemp Fest is August 18th, 19th, and 20th at Myrtle Edwards Park. Also on August 20th, that night, I will be at the Tacoma Comedy Club for the Dope Show, which is where we do a comedy show, and then we go out and smoke weed, and then we come back and we do more comedy. Or as I know it, Thursday or Sunday night, which is where it's going to be. August 13th, I will either be at a show in Auburn, or I will be doing a boat show, or rather a show on a boat with the multidisciplinary association for uh, uh, psychedelic studies. Those guys are known as maps. They're a good time. If you like psychedelics, I'm not the biggest psychedelic -er, one who does psychedelics purveyor of psychedelics, but I'm known to dabble, but those guys always have the latest shit too, right? Like here we move three molecules around. So this one's technically not illegal. (laughs) Take this with you. That's what people do. That's what they do out here. I just stubbed my toe so bad, you guys. I'm afraid that my big toe nail is going to fall off. You ever do that? You ever bang your toe so bad and you feel weird, and then in a couple days later, your toenail falls off and then you feel weirder? Okay, I'm just asking. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's not just me. Maybe it's you. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But that's it. And I got other gigs coming up in September and October, but I don't fucking remember where they are. Follow me on the Instagram. Follow me on uh 
on Instagram, NGAIO420. That's also really Instagram. If you want to know where all the marijuana events, where all the cool things are happening, that's actually where to go. More than people promote on Twitter, more than people promote on Facebook, they promote their marijuana events on Instagram. So you should get in on that. Also, follow me on Twitter, NGAIO420. Follow me on Facebook, uh, just NGAIO, B E A L U M. Ungayo Bilam was his name. Oh, I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd like to thank Comedian Glass for hooking me up. I'd like to thank everybody over at Canvas Radio for putting up with my idiosyncratic schedule and weird nasally speaking voice. Uh, I'd like to thank your mom for having you. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you show her your appreciation every chance you get. Unless she's weird, then, you know, uh, when you're dealing with crazy people, it's important to have good boundaries. I'd like to thank all the sommeliers and the wine sherpas and the weed sherpas and the weed hippies and the master growers and the master smokers and the event producers. Let's do more events. I think it's awesome that there have been so many. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a marijuana event these days. I was talking to Ed. It was great. It was great to talk to Ed because I hadn't really sat down and talked with the cannabis journalist in a long time, man. And so we just chopped it up about all the different events coming along and everybody's that's doing all kinds of things. I like to give a shout out to Andrea Drummer down in LA because she throws some of the best marrow. She's one of the best cannabis cooks, cannabis chefs, really. She's a chef, right? If, uh, if I'm a weed hippie, she's a, Weed Chefy. I don't know what you call it, but she's a savage. That's a thing. All right, that's it. I'm done talking. The show's going to be a little short at the end, but I don't care. Listen to music. Play a song in your head. Recite my name over and 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 over again. It's the very, 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 very end. Amen. That's from a book report on Peter Rabbit. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Thank you for playing along. All right, we'll see you next week right here on Rolling with Ungayo on CannabisRadio.com. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.